Hello and welcome to Spotlight, a warm glow of creative light. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. This evening, we hear about one of the few shows at the Gaiety Theatre which sells out almost instantly. Catch up with Anne Clark from the Guild as that all-important cut-off date for entries rapidly approaches. And finish our quick tour of the Centre of Youth Creativity, which is Kensington Arts. Remember, do get in touch with any creative, artistic endeavours you might be involved in, planning, hoping to create, or would really like to, of course, put in the spotlight. That's this show, by the way. Poetic, visual, theatrical, musical, literary, mime, you name it, we're interested. Email me, spotlight at manxradio.com or howardcane at manxradio.com and there's an E on the cane. So, say, Young Farmer's Concert... And you probably think two things. Fantastically creative and often wonderfully risque sketches, which pull no punches when it comes to extracting the Michael from our beloved MHKs, and a long line of fans queuing up in the wee small hours of the morning or even overnight to be first in the queue for tickets. Bryony and Nicky from the Federation of Young Farmers told Simon Clark and Kerry Kermode that curtain uptime for the Young Farmers show was rapidly approaching. Tensions building as everyone um, <laughs> tries to get their sketches put together, their costumes ready and the dancers looking perfect. It's a bit early for that, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, the, the tickets uh, that go on sale, and this is one of the, I don't know, it's one of the highlights, some people's mo- highlights more than actually going to the concert themselves is getting first in the queue for the tickets. Yes, for I think some people arrive the night before and then the doors yeah. open at four thirty. Um, yeah, it's un- unbelievable, but it's so, it's so nice to see, and it seems tends to be the same people that go down. So it's where everyone sort of meets up, catches up, even at four thirty in the morning. Everyone's quite happy to see each other, <laughs> um, and it's quite nice because last few years we've gone down and done teas and coffees um, and toast just before. Um, Costa open, so it's it's really nice to yeah. be able to do that. And uh, Bryony, the, the the tickets, the concert uh, is a little bit. It's about the second week in March this year, isn't it? Yeah, it's the ninth, tenth, and eleventh of March this year, so a little bit earlier. So, um, yeah, clubs are a bit ooh, panicky, but no, they seem to be well underway with things. I've had a few updates from everyone. Um, and then the concert ticket sales are Saturday the fourth of February, so the next week. Well, this week, sorry. Um, from 8am at the Welcome Centre at the Sea Terminal and then you can grab them online or over the phone at 10.30am. So talking about the the sales of the tickets there, Bryony, but without the young farmers that are actually performing in the concert, you know, there wouldn't be a show. So how do the ideas come about? Is it a group of people or how, or do they get given a, a script to follow? How does it work in the in the back of it all? No, I think there's a very busy little group in each club, isn't there, Nikki, that... Um, puts their heads together comes up with their theme or the idea that they're going to run with and then they themselves and maybe their producers that they've used before which tend to be like past members or parents and friends will write maybe a few sketches for them or help them with the whole script and then they add in you know all their ideas then they pick maybe the songs that go with that theme or songs that they like to dance you know they like the idea of dancing to um 
So it is like a massive group effort for each club. And then obviously as a federation, we sort of set the guidelines with the timing, the rules, like what they can and can't do, I suppose. Um, obviously there's different trophies up for grabs. So they concentrate on maybe doing that with the best dance routine. That's like a highly sought after um, trophy. Um, there's best junior, best senior, best sketch, um, best individual act. So um, there's a lot up for grabs and I think... They, they do work really hard to try and, you know, they are amateurs at the end of the day. They are just farmers or your your general um, members of the public that join young farmers and get up on the gate stage. So like massive props to them because it is like a very daunting thing to do, get up and dance and speak on stage. But, um, you know, if anyone's never done it, I would highly recommend like joining the young farmers anyway but to do the concert it's just such a good experience and it's such you know like a confidence booster as well so and it's not too late to get involved Bryony? no absolutely not you can get involved any time of the year but yeah for this year's um concert i'm sure you know the likes of us at northern we're working on our dancers at the moment so people would you know be welcome to see new faces to get involved yeah. And Nikki, your family have been involved with Young Farmers concerts forever. I can remember my parents on stage with, with your family members, the Canes, and they used to do an awful lot of writing and preparing. You would have seen, as a, as a young person growing up, all of the hard work that would have went in at home preparing for this, like Bryony's just spoke about. Yes, and I was actually, I'd met, met up with my uncle, I was trying to pick his brain to the day, mm-hmm. and I just, I actually just had to stop because it's just amazing how people come up with their ideas and how mm-hmm. all the different ways they're creative and from the props and they explain what you they want to do and then actually seeing it in practice and how they've made things swing out one side <laughs> or look like someone's yeah. appeared. Um, and it, it is great. We're watching some of the old concert DVDs and just see how far it's come, but just see yeah. how everyone, you see them now, but everything they put into the concerts oh. but in the costumes like designs the music is absolutely amazing how it's it's still going it's just brilliant but that said the creation of the costumes you know to create 30 girls dresses all different sizes all looking amazing and even the huge size of the backdrops i can remember having to paint one or two but yeah it was just it's just colossal the the time that goes into it yes and actually some um one was actually a few years my brother um had Will had the Southerns one in the barn and they just couldn't believe how high they had to lift it yeah. up and the, sh- the amount of paint that had to go on yeah, it and the time yeah. to get the right shading yeah. is, and the vision to get it from a piece of paper yeah. um, onto the giant yeah. But it is such a great platform for anybody that's into the creative side to get a sort of hands-on feel, you know, get on the side of the stage, learn the lighting, the music, the timings. It's more to it than just being the person in the centre telling the story. There's so much more around it. There's a role for everyone. If you're not the most confident on the stage, although some people aren't confident, and then afterwards they absolutely love it and they can't wait to get back on the stage. But there's just little bits for for everyone from handling the microphones if you're an organised person uh, to painting to creating to even choreographing the dances yeah and I think when people watch it as well like they don't realise like it because it's not like a theatre production team or anything it genuinely is like all man-made like it's all done by the clubs and their members the families the past members that help them out like everything is you know done by them so it is such a massive effort it's not just like learning the script or writing the script and doing the dances it's like you say finding or making the costumes doing the props the backdrops um just 
everything about it and you know there's a lot of admin work as well that goes into it with the child performance licenses the risk assessments you know we have to jump through a lot of hoops which is totally understandable but it's just all time consuming so um it is a massive thing and i think that's why everyone like just has the best time at the concert don't they because it it's like a relief to finally get out there and do it and when it goes well it's just like the biggest high and you know you all have such good fun and by the time the concert comes around your club is like your family and just to enjoy it all together it's the best feeling and that said Brian the people love to come and watch you all perform as well and it is a huge um a huge earner for the charities that you support and have you picked any charities this year no we will know this week and that's down to our chair vice chair lady Emily Kelly this year so she we've got a meeting this week so she's going to bring um her charity chosen charity to that and let us know so we'll announce that a reminder, those tickets go on sale Saturday the 4th of February from 8am at the Welcome Centre at the Sea Terminal in Douglas, then online and by phone from 10.30, if there's any left. <laughs> the concert itself is on at the Gaiety from the 9th to the 11th of March. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Speaking of things coming up fast on the rails, another high point of the Manx artistic calendar is, of course, the Guild. Been around for a thousand years. Not quite. Feels like it, though, forever. It takes place at the back end of April, as has always been the case, as far as I'm aware. However, entries close this coming weekend, so if you're thinking of entering, you'd better be quick. Anne spoke to Christy Dehaven on her One to Three show to give us all the lowdown, especially about the ever-changing and modernising range of classes to enter. Uh, when is the Guild this year, Anne? What are the dates? E22nd to the 29th of April. So not only are the dates themselves fast approaching, but as we were saying before, the deadline to enter is very soon, isn't it? Mm, 4th of February. 2023. So a week on Saturday, essentially. Uh, we mentioned the fact it's a very special year to be part of the festival because it is the 100th year of the uh, Cleveland Medal, the centenary of the Cleveland Medal. So if you've not entered before and you want to be a part of the Guild, have that in your sort of history to look back on, this would be a really good year to enter. Uh, so we've got obviously the existing classes that have been going for some time, which people might just assume it's music, but it's not. No, it's um, speech and drama and uh everything from Shakespeare dancing yes the sword dancing yes (laughs) there's all sorts of dancing there's also an anything goes class oh tell us about that one this was last year this started wasn't it I think yes and it was a big success it this year it's an open class anybody can enter this and the theme this year is 80s the 80s music or dance or both and you can use your own backing tracks oh, you so. could bring like a boom box and do a break dance yes oh you could do and the, you could dress up for it which is welcome i'm sure last year it was abba wasn't it was it the theme was. i seem to remember so did you have a lot of costume we did it was <laughs> there were some serious ones and some very funny ones but they were all excellent and you yeah. can literally do anything as it says anything goes that's why it's called that you've got all sorts of things you've got mime classes as well that was started yes. up a few years ago so and did the, people do literally just turn up a mime don't they i've seen some of the videos yes they did there was a particularly good one some children doing the tt races they, they were they're so clever uh, people do so well at these things it just takes a bit of ingenuity but i wish more people would 
take the plunge and have a go? Well, I think there's maybe a bit of a misconception that um, it is somehow sort of old-fashioned or sort of stuffy in some way, but it's not at all. I mean, as we've just said, some of these classes we're talking about are so much fun. And obviously the schools all still get involved, don't they? There's loads of young people that get involved. Who's the sort of youngest entrant that's ever taken part? Well, I think the youngest one was a long time ago now. I think it was Ernie Thorne's little daughter, Joanne. She was about four, I think, (gasps) but she was very little when she did it. That's very brave. Yes. But now the classes start at six. Yeah, six years old, yeah. so you can start at six yeah. years old. And we mentioned there are some new classes. I mean, I'm looking at the list here. These are fabulous. Just give us a bit of an idea of some of the new classes available this year. Well, we've got a drag class. Amazing. Yes, it's <laughs> called Dragging It Up. And it anyone can enter from school year nine, which is about 14, to 100. You can... So that should be a good one. So I'm presuming you could either sing live or lip sync, maybe. Or... Yes, it's a, it's a, I think it's a, about a seven-minute programme. Do whatever you like. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, that sounds great fun. And a community choir. This sounds good. Well, we've had requests. We do have a lot of choirs because, of course, music is a big thing on the island. But we have had requests for mixed choirs with adults and children. So that's what we're having this year, as well as all the others. But... Um, If people want something and they ask us, we'll do our best to accommodate them and fit it in. Yeah. And you've also got something called the presentation class. That's new this year. What's that all about? Yes. This is so that people can pick a subject, their own subject, and talk about it. And they can use visual aids if they want. So you have props. Yes. (gasps) Fantastic. Okay, this sounds fun. And I must ask you as well, stand-up comedy. The stand-up comedy is on again, and yes. has it has it been going down well? Yes, yes, it has. It it well, it always goes down well, and yeah. we have some very very funny people. But that's a good night. Um, yeah, the, there's so many good things. Yeah, um, so a huge many. variety, and that's the thing. If you think it is just about standing up there, very sort of you know, sort of very staid and just singing a song, it's not at all. There's so much more than that going on. Uh, but you're also on the lookout for some people to help, aren't you? Yes, we need some more stewards. Mm-hmm. Um, stewarding is it's running the classes, announcing and helping the adjudicator. It's very easy and, you know, you, you'll be put with someone to help you. But it's such good fun and it's an eye-opener. It really is. How um, much time would you have to give to, uh, to be a steward? As much or as little as you like. Um, you could do two or three classes in the week or you could do a class every day. If you, It depends on how much time you've got. There are evening classes, morning and afternoon classes. So any time would be great. And you get to then witness, of course, some of these fabulous performances that are ongoing because you could be there while they're happening. Yes, and you find that... Sometimes there'll be an absolute gem in the morning and there'll be no one there in the audience except the mums and dads and uh, there'll be a a, a real cracking performance which nobody sees. Um, And we do try and put them on at the end of the week on Cleveland Medal Night if they're... Really special. Yeah. Yeah. But it's such a shame that um, we don't get bigger audiences during the day. You can this year get a day ticket five pounds and you can pop in and out all day and uh, come in and taste what's going on oh that's so you get a really good flavor of it yes. taste what's going on there Casey and also of course so, so if anyone does want to be a steward how do they do that do they just get in touch with you get in touch uh, the the email address is in the in the uh, syllabus syllabuses are still available in in all the outlets where we put them 
But if you want to email the secretary at manxguild at gmail.com. So email or, the secretary. Manxguild at gmail.com is yes. the email address. Uh, so just on mark the website it with the secretary. As well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, of course, you are always asking on a, de- on a yearly basis. This comes up. People need to return their trophies. People need to return their trophies. Yes. <laughs> I know this is a bit of a bugbear of yours, yeah. Anne, because sometimes they don't come back. Sometimes, well, they do eventually come back when we send the boys round. But uh, it's nearly time to get the Silvo out yeah. and get polishing. And then if you would return your trophies to Morrison's Photography in Bucks Road. They need to be back by the 31st of March at the latest. So if you haven't had it engraved now's the time the deadline for entries is saturday the 4th of february at midnight and there is no late closing date <gasps> just for those who just wanted to make sure they get their entries in quick uh, where's the best place for them to go and to actually get their entries in um you can enter online or by post and if you email the secretary at manxguild at gmail.com Dragging it up sounds fun, doesn't it? I'd love to see an old drag act up on the villa stage. And the community choir sounds good as well. Don't hang around, though. Those entries close this Saturday, the 4th of February. Late entries, as Anne says, will not be considered. Don't say I didn't tell you. Now, if you were listening last week, you will have heard the first part of our little walk around Kensington Arts to catch up with the host of wonderful courses, workshops and groups taking place in pretty much every sort of artistic endeavour you can imagine. While I was there, I dropped down into the basement, to often go there, to see what was happening. Uh, hi, my name's Kai Verretto. I use they-them pronouns. Um, I'm the, uh, I suppose, project leader of uh, Wild Track. Uh, it's a multimedia uh, club that um, ages from 8 to 18 are very welcome to. Um, it's all about photography, filming, animation, graphic design... Anything multimedia related, um, you know, if you're interested in it, just getting started in it, or if you're very experienced and you just need somewhere to go and use a space, that's where it's here for. And what sort of uh, kids turn up here then? Um, so at the moment we've mostly got teenagers, um, which is kind of handy in the sense of uh, a lot of the terminology uh, can be a bit big, um, but uh, it doesn't mean that any of the younger ones can't get involved. Um, it just means me, I'm going to have to think on my feet how to explain it a bit better, <laughs> which is all good. Um, but yeah, uh, for now it's just the teenagers and that. Uh, we've had some youngsters that have been interested, uh, but it's just because of the time. Um, it's quite late for them, so hopefully if it gets a bit bigger we can um, expand and uh, get a, a younger club maybe as well. But yeah, it's going well so far. And so it does. Is, is it run as a workshop, or how does it actually practically work when the kids come down and work with you on on whatever projects are going on? Um, so at the moment, um, it's been a bit of a trial and error, but we're uh, trying out um, doing activity sheets. So the kids pick what they want to do in a category. So if that's photography, animation, graphic design, audio, um, whatever they're interested in, they look at the sheet, look at what the task has been given them, and um, and then they do that. And then as, as they've go along figuring it out, finding out, they figure out if they like it or not, if they need help with it or not. Um, and then by the end of the session, obviously, I always ask them, you know, how did you find it? Is there anything that you learned that you didn't know? Um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, yeah, just go off with really what the young people like and how they've taken it as well. And very much sort of, I suppose, in vogue at the moment, something like that, that sort of skill set, that sort of thing that seems to be very much in with uh, a lot of the younger crowd. 
Yeah, so a lot of the kids obviously come to this thinking, oh, it's the traditional, you know, filming with a camera and stuff like that. And I'm like, not necessarily. You know, we can make TikTok things and Snapchat filters and all that. And they're like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, a lot of them kind of go in with like, oh, yeah, like photography or whatever. And then actually they realise there's a bit more to it than that. So, yeah. Um, so I'm hoping if the uh, if the word gets out, you know, shout it a bit more, <laughs> they'll uh, they'll come swarming. But it just depends. It's when they're busy and that as well. It is. And what what nights that on normally? Uh, Mondays. Um, God, uh, half six till half eight for now. Lovely. And uh, across the table as we come down here into this lovely basement area, it is a veritable warren of uh, great little artistic spaces here at Kensington Arts. I'm going to get lost going back upstairs again, I know I will. Uh, but uh, your name? Uh, hi, I'm Jo Smith. I'm project leader for Kensington Creatives, which is uh, a new group started last term for creative writing sessions from kids from year seven up until age 21. Okay, so that's quite an age span. Yeah, well, we, we, we do it in two in two chunks the the earlier um it runs on mondays as you say down down in the basement at kensington arts four till six um years seven till ten have the four till five slot and 11 plus up to age 21 because obviously they're going to be writing about more adult themes they have the four till five and again like i said we're hoping as as we get more numbers we'll be able to split that into two proper you know two hour groups per age group and what sort of interest are you seeing so far because i suppose this is more of a a traditional creative side of things we're thinking you know you've got digital which is very much in performance art has been very trendy of late creative writing is is as old as hills in many ways yes it is i mean I, I i am a complete luddite myself i i work with pen and paper i i can't do the computers but most of the students they come in they'll they'll write on their phones a couple have laptops um some still do use notebooks and mostly what we're getting at the moment is poetry i think poetry is having quite a resurgence mm. Um, amongst the youngsters at the moment um, so what we're looking at is um, uh, particularly in conjunction with soundcheck that obviously uh, mo most of the island by, by now must must be aware of the soundcheck sessions kids that want to write songs for their band so they they would come and you know that they, they would hash out the the lyrics in the creative writing bit then they go to soundcheck and they do the music bit um, we're actually doing a, a, a mini festival uh, in February with uh, open mic night for um, for songs, music, uh, poetry, spoken word. So again, hopefully that's going to get, get the, wor the word out. And um, I think you're right. I think these open mic nights or poetry slams or whatever become quite trendy the last few years. Yeah, they have. I mean, I, I, I did a few last, last year and I'm um, hoping that we're, we're going to get more interest this year. Manx Lit Fest, uh, the Alaman Poetry Society as well. Um, and not just poetry. Um, we had we had a um, a kid doing. Uh, he was writing a, a sci-fi short story. Um, some people just want to come here, and maybe if they're journaling, they you know they just want to collect their thoughts, or they might have a little idea of a snippet that they want to to write down. If anyone has any you know writer's block or anything, I provide um, exercises and. Um, and, and, you know, just little writing prompts that they can have a go at. Um, yeah, all, like I say, all, all kinds of creative writing down here from, from drama to daft punk, I don't know. <laughs>
Terrific. And so there's no sort of set theme as such. They come down with their own ideas. You're there to sort of help guide along if necessary, and they all work on their own projects. Yeah, mo- most, of, most of the kids know for quite definitely what, what they want to write about. Um, and I'm here just to facilitate if they're, they're not sure, um, you know, well, can I write this? I'm writing a poem. Does it have to be in rhyme? You know, absolutely. You can you can write whatever whatever you want. I'll just help them kind of steer the waters. It's Mondays, uh, Kensington Arts in the basement, four till six. Lovely. Right. I shall now see if I can find my way back upstairs. (laughs) I will. I probably will. (laughs) I'm always impressed with just how much is going on at Kensington Arts. Check it out if you have younger folk who have the perpetual complaint from the generations. There's nothing to do here. Rubbish. That's about it this week. Don't forget, if you want to hear anything again, go to maxradio.com and download the Spotlight podcast. Listen where you want. Why not try it whilst peeling a parsnip for your supper? See you next week when, God willing, we will enjoy our profile of the Loom Gallery in Laxey. Cheerio. Cheerio.